Okay, places, everyone. Places. Are you ready to do a show or what? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Now just put on a bag. What? Shut up. Stop. Yeah, Sh- shut up. Should I start the show? Yes. Start the show. Go ahead. Hold on. Hang on. Please hold on. Ready? Start the show. I'm Rocco, 10 years old. And I'm Jack, I'm 8 years old. And we're, we're the, the comic, comic Book Kids. Book kids. Yes, and I'm their dad, and welcome to the Comic Book Kids Podcast, where in July, we are going to break down every Spider-Man movie from the worst to the best. Last week, we did Spider-Man Homecoming, which is considered by our family to be the best Spider-Man movie thus far, and most everybody else, too. And today, we're going to talk about... The worst. The worst. The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. The Andrew Garfield starring, guess who directed it? Who? A guy named Mark Webb. Do you that's think that cool. that I think was his only qualification? I think Coincidence? I think not. Yeah. Yeah. I think his literally he was like my last name is Webb and they were like you're hired. He's like I don't know anything about Spider-Man. They're like we don't care. Well then can his parents be spies? Why not? Um, can he be like a really handsome skater dude instead of a little nerd? Sure. Whatever you want. So, Amazing Spider-Man 1 comes out in 2012. Marvel, the rights would have gone, but Sony would have had to give up the rights because they had so much time to make Spider-Man 4. They were going to make a Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4. With Vulture. With Vulture in his real Vulture suit. They cast a guy named John Malkovich as Adrian Toomes, and that would have been cool, and it would have definitely looked like the Vulture, but... It would kind of look stupid. It would kind of look stupid, huh? And Michael... still got sort of Michael Michael Keaton's Vulture was great. It showed the fur thing around his neck. Yeah, and he was kind of bald. But, yo, I don't know if we talked about it last week's podcast. When he opens that door... And he's Liz's dad. And that car ride over to the dance, that was some of the best Spider-Man anything ever. And I'm just mad it wasn't somehow Norman Osborn in that car ride. That would have been the only way that could have been better. Because Norman Osborn does figure out about Peter kind of the same way. In the Sam Raimi's? No, in the Sam Raimi's, I, I can't re- I think he. Should we start going on Amazing Spider-Man 1? Oh, we talking too much about Spider-Man Homecoming again? You're right. Let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man 1. First off, horribly miscast. Every single person in it is the wrong person to be it. Right? Flash Thompson is bald and so yeah. with his like, yellow faux hawk. And he just seems kind of too jerky. Flash Thompson in the comic was definitely jerky, but <laughs> he's got like a little bit of funniness to him. He like at least is a funny bully, whereas this bully was just a bully bully. And then Peter Parker looks like a little skater dude, and he's way too good looking, and his hair is way too nice, and he's too like, oh. It'd usually be like toned over in the comics. Got to stay on that microphone. Got it. This is a professional recording. You had 108 listens last week in two days. You guys are a sensation. Stay on the mics. Thank you, people, for <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Okay, Amazing Spider-Man 1's plot. Let's talk about that. Do you guys have any thoughts right off the bat? Did Lizard ever try to make a bomb that turned everybody into lizards? <sighs> I, <laughs> I thought I just lived in the swamps and not didn't mess with anybody. I know that he definitely was chilling with a bunch of alligators, but I don't know that he wanted to turn everyone into alligators or anything like that. I do feel like I've read that plot before, but it might have been in some dumb, like, free comic book they give away or something. Or like even in one of those records, those Power Records presents Spider-Man and Lizard and his Lizard Bomb. Right? You remember that one? Actually, they made that. Yeah. It was called... We should do that podcast. Spider-Man versus Draco, King of the Dragon Men. Go ahead. Do you know Draco's thing that he says? Ooh, I just thought he got... He does. He does. He does that exact sound. I could I could probably recite that. That came in a, like a record, a 45 record and a comic book. There was two of them. Yeah. There was Spider-Man versus the Dragon Men and Spider-Man versus the Man-Wolf. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. I could just picture uh, the man-wolf, like, running around the city. You know who he is, right? Yeah, uh, John Jameson. Who is? John Jameson's son. son. And astronaut. And astronaut. And in the 90s, go ahead. And uh, he was in uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, too. Yeah, but he wasn't man-wolf. It showed him. They, well, they, yeah, I mean, oh, okay, that's right. That was John Jameson, huh? I mean, he was an astronaut in it too, huh? Yeah. That would have made it for a cool Spider-Man Four. I really wish they made Spider-Man Four instead of the stupid movie we're trying to talk about today, which is Amazing Spider-Man One. Oh yeah, and I know that since the first one uh, was made in 2002, and the other one was made in 2012. Then the second one was made in 2004, then 2014, <laughs> then the third one was made in 2007, and 2000, then 2017. So are you positing... Those 10 years. That there's a 10-year gap in between each one of the six Spider-Man movies. Is that what you're saying? Yep. How could 2012 be in between? The same as 2002. He's exactly right. <laughs> I think we have an Illuminati... <laughs> okay, no, we're not. There's not a conspiracy there. Stop it. That is an interesting notion that you. That's true, but I don't think there's. They did that on purpose. And we know who's going to be the next villain in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Who? Scorpion. And do you think that's it? I or, hope they add Mysterio. That'd be really cool. Oh, that would be the best. And th this is the time for Mysterio because movies and special effects are at their yeah. peak. And he would be amazing. He would probably be in the VR, like somehow he'd be in the computer. He'd be everywhere, Mysteria. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Anyway, back to the crappy Spider-Man. Let's just get it. Like, right now, if you like this movie, if you like Amazing Spider-Man 1 starring Andrew Garfield. Direct get off his podcast right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> exactly. Get out of here because nothing we're going to say is going to make you happy. Now, call me old-fashioned. Call me old, but I like my Spider-Man story to be taken right from the comic books, kind of like Sam Raimi did. When Peter Parker doesn't have enough change to buy a chocolate milk 
and the convenience store clerk gets jerky with him, which is could totally happen, and it's a completely normal occurrence. And then that convenience store gets robbed by a guy, and because Peter Parker had to actually come up with the extra eight cents to get his chocolate milk, he's going to let the, the robber get away, and that guy walks out the door and shoots Uncle Ben just because? No. Uh-uh. Uncle Ben dies because of chocolate milk. It was a sad day. <laughs> yeah! I know. They could have had the wrestling scene. That's what they should have had because that's how it went down. Almost yeah. exactly like that. Peter Parker wanted loot, and he's a kid. He literally is a teenage kid who wants a car. And so he's like, oh, I can make money in the wrestling ring? They can't tackle me. What's the oh? What's the best line from the wrestling scene? I know you know it. Bone saw is ready. <laughs> I don't. You don't remember? Bone saw is ready. <laughs> totally. Anyway, that's we'll get we'll do Sam Raimi's Spider Man one because that movie's good. Anyway, yeah. That's a, that's your early. We have to do the bad one. We got to do the bad one today. Let's get it out of the way. Now, literally, if Peter Parker doesn't make the fateful decision. To go and take his dumb spider powers and go be a clown in the wrestling ring. And then when he gets shorted on the cash, because that's how those greasy things work. I mean, they have like a greasy operator who's going to short you. And he's feeling a way about it. And then that robber runs by him who just robbed the guy of all his money. And Peter's like, hey, not my problem. You should have paid me. But now, mind you, he went down there to act like a clown. He's down there being goofy putting you know like try to beat the man spider and jumping around the ring making bones all look like a jerk and then that guy ends up killing uncle ben that's why he's spider-man that's why because but no in this one he's spider-man because of a chocolate milk yeah exactly this is the comic book kids they know more than you mark webb thank you you summed it up perfectly that's exactly right over a chocolate milk What's, what? I'm sorry, what? Like, is there more? Did they leave whole pages out of the script? It could have been a monster energy. <laughs> Instead of chocolate milk. Are you trying to get, are you trying to get a sponsors? Are you yep. in contact with the monster energy people right now? Yep. Did you just get paid for, did you hear your brother just get paid for that? What do they, what do they pay you? What is monster energy paying you to, to drop their name into our radio show? $34. No, they are not. $34.33 <laughs> $34. per mention yep. or just for the whole show? Uh, I think it's just for me to get Pokemon cards. Okay, whatever. Right, back to the show. The Comic Book Kids podcast. Ask the Comic why Book Kids at Gmail. Say that, Who knows why he says half the stuff he says? That's why we <laughs> tape it. That's why we're here. Okay. Back to the movie. That problem to me, is the reason why this movie is crappy. That alone. I'll give them... Okay, look. They had to do a reboot because Tobey Maguire literally needed a walker to put on the Spider-Man suit for Spider-Man 4. He's like 50 years old. And Sam Raimi, after that Spider-Man 3, you could tell that was not Sam Raimi's movie. That was the studio telling Sam Raimi what to do in Spider-Man 3. That's why it had all that crap going on. They should have took Venom... And had the black suit show up in Spider-Man 3 and have him wear the... At least they had the asteroid. Yeah, no, that part was cool. I mean, whatever. What? Uh, 
crap. I just forgot what I was going to say because I Because you drink too many Monster Energy drinks. For oh, and Red oh, Bull. sixty. What? $60 just went by? Is that what you're yeah. saying? All right. I don't know when the kids got sponsors, but they're like going crazy over here. They're working their whole angle. Don't 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 mention anything but Spider-Man one right I now. I know. I I just said it because Jack said it. <laughs> they could have had me- Ness. Wait, was it Ness quick? Where the chocolate milk? <laughs> we need to watch that scene. Again this is why see. we need a video podcast. Because if you could see the goofy look on Jack's face right now, everyone out there, like he is grinning <laughs> ear to ear, like he just told the funniest joke. <laughs> How much is Nesquik paying you? <laughs> all right. A nickel for every time they mention. All right. Forget all that. Listen. Now, what did you guys think of the whole thing that, that Peter's parents are are spies for did Oscorp? They have that? I have no idea. I never heard of that. They never even. I mean, they found out about it. Only parents. Pa- they weren't spies, were Only they? Only Peter's parents. They're like. Ordinary parents that get like killed. Yeah, like they don't even point. really have a backstory. Like they get I think Shaw, I think. No, I think they just die in a car wreck or something, and and he just ends up with Aunt May, even from when he was little. And Uncle Ben, and yeah. wheat, and Uncle Ben showed and, him comics and stuff. and wheat cakes. <laughs> What's wheat cakes? I don't know. That's what him and Petey like to eat. I don't know. <laughs> Read the comic. It's Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. It's all in there. But he eats wheat cakes with his Uncle Ben. I don't know. That's probably but just in this, oh. he dies over a chocolate. Over a chocolate milk. God, I hate that part. I, that part makes me enraged. I it, I could talk about that for an entire hour. At least hour. someone loves chocolate milk, and it's not me. You're you're about to get fired. I we gonna I think we have to fire him on his second show. No. No, you're gonna get fired. Because you're getting, you're saying it too you're, much, and you're getting paid for it. You're getting paid for it, and frankly, we want our cut. All right, back to the show. Sorry. Yeah, what are we even talking about, Jack? Stop. Seriously, stop trying to just be yourself. You're way funnier when you're we your normal self. We should have a camera just for Jack's. Yeah, face. just right on Jack's face, and we just watch him cheese. You should see him. He looks like a moon right now. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> All right, back to the show. Listen. So Peter Parker's parents somehow have some secrets that they are keeping from Oscorp. And it's something to do with spiders. So Peter's dad works at Oscorp messing around genetically with spiders. And then that's how Peter Parker gets his spider powers? No. No. It's a spider that falls through some radioactive rays and then... It bites Peter, and then that's how he gets a spider Before it's about to die. Yeah, by pure accident. Nobody's working on research spiders. There's no, like, blue and red spiders that are hanging out in this cage over here where we do just, ooh, and you wouldn't believe the webs that this one can shoot. No, no, no. There's no spider research going on. You think they wouldn't notice Exactly! There's an eel tank, a freaking electric eel tank, and a bunch of waters above it, and then Electro comes feet. I think he knows what he's moving. Yeah, duh. And then uh, down the hall, a radioactive spider cage. Right. And all of a sudden, there's a guy that's got spider powers, and you have, like, someone at Oscorp would figure it out that it came from there. Especially Norman Osborn. You would think. And then why'd they make Norman Osborn, like, almost dead? Right. Why does he die? Yeah. 
And I'm sure it was because they were going to like, well, that way he can return from the dead in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 3, which thank God never got made. Seriously, let's all thank Sony Pictures right now. For for giving Marvel rights. Yeah. Seriously. Sony got paid. They made all the money. At least they made one good one. They made a great one. Spider-Man the best one. 2. Since <laughs> No, Spider-Man Homecoming is the best one, then Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is the b- very, very perfect. But then he takes his mask off in front of everyone, and it wrecks it for me. When he stops the train, we'll talk about that movie when we get to it. Let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man 1 starring Andrew Garfield, a movie that we hate. Jack, do you like this movie? I mean, I have a costume. No, just be honest, because we, uh, me and he Rocco, likes Andrew Garfield. Well, he doesn't a- like the movie. <laughs> me and Rocco know that you like this movie secretly. When no one's looking, you put this movie on and secretly love it. Is yeah. It, is it because of Andrew Garfield? <laughs> yeah, he's too good looking. He's way too good looking of a Peter Parker. He's His too suave. Sucks. Oh, the suit is terrible. I have way too many man crushes. You do have too many man crushes. What are they? Go ahead. Tell the listeners. Grant Gustin okay. from The Flash. Right. Uh, secretly, Tobey Maguire. Secretly? You just said it on your podcast. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. you're getting to- Andrew Garfield. You even like Tom Holland a little bit, don't you? I love him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever. He liked the British folks. Do you like him when he talks British? Did, now, oh, you know what's crazy? Here's a little tidbit for the listeners and you. After watching Spider-Man Homecoming, that very same night, we went to the park here at home and watched Civil War. When the Spider-Man scene in Civil War came on, when he went to see Peter Parker in his home, and then when they fought, his accent was more British. And his house was different when Spider-Man. He he didn't have that bunk bed so Ned Leeds couldn't drop that thing on the ground. But listen, this is a little side tip. Watch Spider-Man Homecoming where his accent is pretty impeccable. Like you can't tell he's British. But then right after you watch Homecoming, watch Civil War and listen to Spider-Man. He sounds British. A little bit. You can hear his accent isn't quite right yet. I could. Like this. Like that. Like what? Like what? Exactly. Are you like this? Oh, are you trying a British accent, are you? Are you? I think that you're more of a chimney sweep. I'm telling my father. You're like you're like uh I was gonna I try to make a play on Draco Malfoy. I couldn't <laughs> go ahead, do your Draco Malfoy. I'm telling my father. All right, back to the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, and he's salt. in the flash too. I know he is. W- when the flash comes back, when season Four of the Flash comes back. We'll do all we'll, four seasons. We'll do a giant podcast just on the Flash. But today we still have to get through. Amazing. Yeah, we keep on trying to change the subject to anything but this dumb movie. Now the Lizard, Kurt Connors. He, he doesn't ha- even have a lab coat on him. His snout isn't there. The snout's not there because it looks like the CGI's not done. That literally looks like it's like a early rendering. Like they needed to do two more passes with the computer to make him look like a lizard instead of Super Koopa from Mario Brothers. He looks terrible. <laughs> Who's Super Koopa? I don't know. Isn't exactly. That the- ah, good one. <laughs> All right. 
but he doesn't he, he just doesn't look right and plus he has a british accent so kirk connors is british and that was weird and he works at oscorp and nobody at oscorp is like oh we just made the lizard and spider-man and then the next one we're gonna make electro like and then they have that one okay hold on we're getting ahead of ourselves anything else about amazing spider-man one that you can think of that we need to talk crap on because i hate that movie Anything we forgot? You guys just watched it yesterday. I only hung twenty minutes and I had to. I had to quit. I, I well, I actually I started playing on the phone. Oh, so nobody watched it. It was just on in the background. No, yep. I fell asleep because I was watching it. What is even the theme song? Like that's the thing. Right now, if you said, if I said, hum the theme song to Sam Raimi Spider Man, you could do it, right? Mm. Uh. What? <laughs> I don't think that's it, buddy. But all right, we'll get, play. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Keep keep doing it while I look it up. Jack, it's another 20th century fox. What? <laughs> you sound like a dying goat. I don't, you don't sound remotely like it. All right, here, I'm going to play you the theme song from 2012's Amazing Spider-Man. Was there an ad? Probably. That's, I'll keep the volume down until the least plays. Now, here we go. Oh. Moody. Atmospheric. Not Spider-Man-y. Ladies and gentlemen. This movie sucks. (laughs) We got your money, suckers. You'll go see anything with Spider-Man in it. That's what they should have called this movie. That heart beating is weird. This is weird. This is not Spider-Man-y. What is it? What does it sound like? It, you got it here. You know what? I got to get longer headphones. Here, come over here and hear. Here says, here's Amazing Spider-Man main th- titles. This is what we want to hear. This is dumb, too. This doesn't make me feel Spider-Man-y, even a little bit. Right? Because it, this is your childhood dying. This is like, well, you've paid your eight bucks. You're already... You love this movie. Quit lying. This is your favorite Spider-Man movie. This is terrible. I'm turning this off. How about we listen oh. to that? Now let's look out for the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. You want to hear the Sam Raimi Spider-Man theme? Hold on. We're getting into the actual theme here. Hang on. Get, get on the mic, Jack. Wait, Jack is dancing around the living room, I swear to God. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Alright, 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 can it, can it. Spider- it Spider-Man Homecoming one was cool, the orchestra. The orchestral version of the 1967 Spider-Man theme that they totally put in there, and then they had that really fun, upbeat, light theme. It was great. It was great. I wish we didn't have to talk about this when we could do a good one. Here's the 2000, here's 2004 Spider-Man 2 theme. Can we come over and listen If to you it? want to, just talk into my microphone if you have something to say. Right? See, that's Spider-Man. Right? 
<laughs> okay. Alright, I will. Let's hear all three. I do like this one, you guys. This is pretty Spider-Man horrific, right? Musical interlude. Get back on the microphone. Please don't, though. Please don't. Let's talk. And the best one? I gotta go with Spider-Man: Homecoming. That was cool. I gotta sing the '67 Spider-Man. Do it. Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Swings his web any size. I don't know. Sing the rest of the song. Just like flies. Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> now you gotta now I gotta play that one. Yep. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like guys look out. All right. Wow, that was a musical interlude right in the middle of the show. Perfect but time. Now we'll, the we're worst one out of all of them was Amazing Spider-Man. It doesn't make sense. Tell. It doesn't even sound like it doesn't even make you interested in the movie. You don't care. You're like, I don't care about this movie. Like the, you just go for your kids. You don't even really want to. I, li- I like the Danny Elfman. I do Elfman too. One the most. I do too. I do. Well, I mean, of those of the movie ones, I think I like the, the three d- best one was Spider Man Homecoming, the sixties. Spider Man Homecoming is cool that they used the sixties theme, and it's not the best one. The Danny Elfman one is really good. I mean, I still like the Spider Man Homecoming one. That was awesome. Well, that, that should we go on to Spider Man well, Two? Amazing Spider Man Two also sucks, except for his <laughs> suit is cool. The suit is great in Amazing Spider-Man 2. They, they, somebody at Sony was like, um, guys, maybe the first one wasn't good because the suit looked so stupid. And they agreed. And they made a proper-looking Spider-Man suit. I'll give them but that. But the rest of the movie sucked. The rhino? He w- should have, like, the... At least he's Russian. At least he should have a rhino suit on. Yeah, and if they're going to have a guy, even in a giant rhino robot, why would you wait till the last 30 seconds of the movie to show it and then not even show it? Yeah. Instead, they showed the spider kid. Which I wanted him to get run over by the the rhino. (laughs) (laughs) I was rooting for that. That that was like, why would it end there? 
Yeah, Spider-Man was in the middle of fighting. I know, and that's where they ended? Like, what are you doing? Why did you just waste my my two hours? Ten more minutes of it. Five more minutes. They could have showed a cool rhino fight or anything. Like, but instead they had Spider Kid stand there and remind Peter that he's Spider Man. Like, get out of here. He he literally just sold his Uncle Ben out for a chocolate milk in the last one. So, yeah, I oh, I could yell about these movies for hours, boys. Why did you do this? Why did you make me do this? Jack wanted it. I don't You even want wanted it, father. <laughs> Why have you made me do this, boys? I hate this movie a lot. Electro Electro is terrible. It doesn't even make sense that he's after Spider-Man. And doesn't, he's blue. Yeah, he's not green and yellow. He's not a bad guy. To begin with, he's already sort of a dweeb. He's not. I wouldn't even mind just like a, just like a little, like almost a suit spandex just with lightning bolts going down it. He, they Green. did make him blue in the comics to update his look. His yeah, I played the Spider-Man Dimensions. They showed him blue, but that was just like future almost. Well, I mean, that's what the, they. I think they were trying to do the Ultimate Spider-Man storyline in these Andrew Garfield ones. I think that's where that. Peter Parker's parents are a spy and all that crap comes from. I don't know. They had they had Gwen Stacy as Emma Stone. Terrible. Terrible. She's oh another thing about Amazing Spider-Man one. Yeah, well, I mean she's the filing thing to cut the webs. She's just miscast. She just has that gravelly voice and she's sort of bug eyed. I mean, I hate I'm sorry, Emma Stone, I said that. If that's a bad thing to say in twenty seventeen, but she just sounds like this to me. She's like, Peter, if you only knew how much I loved you. <laughs> That's what she sounds like to me, anyway. That's what our neighbor sounds like. <laughs> Jack, no personal life things, Yeah, don't but... talk about the personal life at all. Don't bring up the personal life. But still. Anyway. um, What else do we hate about this movie? Hmm. Green Goblin. Oh, yeah, that was dumb, too. He had, like, spikes in his head. Why should he even be an actor? Who, that guy? Yeah. I guess he's good. He's in that new movie that's coming out, Valerian, I think. Yeah. I actually liked um, the first new Goblin, but the second one was stupid. Who, James Franco? Yeah, Yeah, for the first one, but the second new Goblin was stupid. The Planet of the Apes. So every, every time, time we say, say that, James Franco, you're going to say Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes. Literally, that's every time you say James Franco, he says... Planet of the Apes, <laughs> see? <laughs> All right, enough of that. Um, God, this movie was terrible. Terrible. Was I don't that even... scene where whenever they were on the clock and she fell, was that from the comics? I mean, Gwen Stacy's neck does get broken in the comics. But it's the scene from Sam Raimi's Amazing Spider-Man 1 where he's on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. And it's minus the cable car. He doesn't have to save Mary Jane and the cable car. And it's not Mary Jane. It's Gwen Stacy. But the Green Goblin takes Gwen Stacy up to the top of that bridge and goes, Hey, Spider-Man, make your choice. And throws her off the bridge. And he hits her with a web and it grabs her by the ankles. And when he pulls her back, it makes her neck snap. So Peter is racked with guilt for years after that. He feels like he killed Gwen Stacy. And even though it was Green Goblin that did it, Peter still feels like it's his fault because, you know, she shouldn't even have been wrapped up in it. If he wasn't Spider-Man, she would have never been in danger. Heavy stuff, huh? (laughs) Did he finally get over it, though? I mean, 
I think. Wait, did he kill Green Goblin for that? Oh yeah, yeah. He he went after Green he Goblin. Kicked his no, he butt? kicked his butt hard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was the only time Spider Man ever got mad like that. It was kind of like whoa when you were reading it. You're like whoa, Spidey does not act like this. There was no quips. He was straight beating up Green Goblin. It was it's kind of awesome because you know. He's a bad. He's a bad dude. <laughs> he's a very bad guy. That's why you can't just throw him in this movie as like an afterthought. You can't just the the Green Goblin has to be taken seriously, or else don't bother, for real. It's weird that all, like, they all get killed off from the movies except for the Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, I don't know why they, this was good that they didn't kill Vulture and that they had the Scorpion in jail with him and stuff. What I don't get is I really wish that at least one of them had purple of all the Green Goblins. They never had purple. It's just all green and silver. It would have been cool to have a purple vest or a tunic on or something. It would have been cool if he was wearing a Green Goblin hat. That I, Listen, if you like our Facebook page, I posted a link to the original proposed mask they were going to use for the movie the original sam raimi one and it looked like green goblin and it moved and everything they were going to use it but then they didn't they just went for that flight suit looking thing i mean that was still cool it but was cool but it wasn't as cool as a green goblin would have been i mean the guy who played green goblin was perfect he was perfect willem dafoe as green goblin was very good oh we have nothing bad to say about the sam raimi movie other than except for the spider-man 3 yeah that one We'll talk about that when we get to it. You thought it was going to be awesome because Spider-Man 2 was cool? I mean, so did everybody. It showed Venom saying, man. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Don't interrupt me. Venom, they could have taken Spider-Man 3, have the black suit get to Earth just like it did, have him fight the James Franco. Planet of the Apes. I was giving you room to say it. Fight the young Green Goblin and Sandman and have the black suit be on him and have him do all the stuff the black suit does and have Eddie Brock be there and have everything and have the movie end. Have the movie be the last scene. The Venom suit, after Peter gets it off him, ends up on Eddie Brock. And the last scene in the movie, even maybe the tag scene behind the credits, would be Venom covering his face and him going, <laughs> Spider-Man. Because he exploded in the end. Remember? I know. It was stupid. Like, they wasted. That, they wasted. just ended up at Danos and then. They that, wasted the best. Cool. The best Spider-Man villain is Venom. Like, it's hands down the best one. He hates Spider-Man. He wants to make his life miserable. Yeah. How they did, did him at Spectacular Spider-Man show perfectly. Yeah, the Spectacular cartoon. Like, he was trying cartoon. to rip off his mask and pour acid so he couldn't fight back. Yeah. Crazy. That's how Venom should be a completely separate movie. Spider-Man 4 should have been Venom. Spider-Man 3 should have ended with Eddie Brock getting the black stuff on him. Like how he gets it on him. Yeah, that scene could have been the last scene in the movie. Instead of 45 minutes to go, they decide, hey, look, we're going to take Spider-Man's best villain and wreck him on the last portion of this movie. That's what they did. But that's Spider-Man 3's podcast. We'll get into that. We're talking about amazing. We want to change the subject. That's the thing. So bad, so bad. I guess we're done then. Can we? Should yeah, we? Yeah, it sucks. All the trilogy. <sighs> amazing Spider-Man one and two. The Mark Webb directed, Andrew Garfield starring, craptacular. Spider-Man wasn't good. Spooderman. It definitely was not good. Okay. Okay. Bye. So. Wait a minute. Are we wrapping it up? Is that it? So wait a minute. Hold it. Before we get off, you guys have to do your uh, social media yeah. presence. 
I'm Rocco, 10 years old. And I'm Jack, I'm 8 years old. And we're, we're the, the Comic, Comic Book, Book Kids. Kids. That's Bye-bye. right. You can find them at AskTheComicBookKids at Gmail. And you can find us at Facebook. Like the Facebook page. Look for us on Twitter. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Please. Please. Do it. Do it. We're Rocco and Jack, 10 and 8. There's the comic book kids, guys. <laughs> Your second show, you guys are getting there. Or the one that